Today on the newscast, the Iranian military vows retaliation for a blast aboard one of its terror motherships earlier this week. As the U.S. Secretary of Defense gets set to visit Israel, is the shadow war between Israel and Iran set to come out of the shadows and escalate into a larger conflict? Get all the breaking details coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. The fallout continues from that blast aboard an Iranian military spy ship earlier this week in the Red Sea. Iran is now saying that it believes the United States and Israel were linked to the attack. Just to review, and we talked about this on our Wednesday, April 7th newscast. You can check it out here in our archives. But just to review real quick and get you up to speed... On Tuesday, April 6th, there was an explosion aboard an Iranian ship called the Savid in the Red Sea, right off the coast of Yemen. More on that in a second. Now, this ship is believed to be a command and control center for the Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps, smack dab in the middle of the strategic Red Sea, basically a terror mothership for the Iranian regime, providing military and intelligence and logistical support to the Iran-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen and assisting them in their attacks on Saudi Arabia, including Saudi shipping traveling through the Red Sea, where this Iranian ship has been parked. I don't know if that's the right word to use for a ship, but I can't think of another term right now, but essentially parked there in the Red Sea for the past few years It's been on the radar screen of Saudi and Israeli and American officials. They know that this ship, this Revolutionary Guards Corps ship, has been up to no good. Now it has suffered this blast. No one killed, no casualties. Iranian officials believe a mine was attached to the hull of the ship. An Iranian military spokesman yesterday, Thursday, April 8th, said that Iran believes that Israel and the United States were linked to this attack and that, quote, Iran will definitely retaliate, and I'm quoting him, once they find out who the source of this attack was for certain. So what we will see, folks, is this shadow war between Israel and Iran at sea increasingly come out of the shadows and into the open, and the tit-for-tat could very well escalate into a larger conflict. As we've been telling you here on the Watchman Newscast for months now, the Middle East at this stage is an absolute tinderbox, and what seems like maybe even the smallest incident could escalate into a much larger confrontation. Well, I can tell you, if you've been watching us here, you know that this shadow war, uh, Israeli vessels, Iranian vessels at sea being struck left and right now, seemingly every few days, every week, This could absolutely escalate. We've seen, obviously, Iran retaliate already uh, over the past few months, about the last month and a half, I should say, late February. Just to review real quick, the MV Helios Ray, an Israeli-owned vessel, struck by a mine uh, in the Gulf of Oman. Uh, Probably the same deal. Iran, Iranian commandos, perhaps, attached a mine to the hull of this ship, and there were three holes blown into the hull, of this Israeli ship. That was back in late February. Then fast forward to a few weeks ago in late March, an Israeli vessel also traveling around the Gulf of Oman was hit by a missile 
an Iranian missile. Again, these ships were traveling, both of these Israeli vessels traveling close to the coast of Iran. By the way, is this really a coincidence? We talked about here in the newscast a few weeks ago that Iran, according to them, not me, Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps officials have proudly proclaimed that Iran has a number of underground missile bases, including right along that Persian Gulf coastline, which obviously gives them a pretty easy view, a pretty convenient view of any Israeli-owned shipping that is traveling through the Persian Gulf. And by the way, also gives them a pretty good target range for Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, the Gulf states right across the Persian Gulf, Iran's rivals. So we are keeping an eye, obviously, on these missile cities. That's what the Revolutionary Guards Corps has called them that apparently are dotting Iran's Persian Gulf coastline. So the two uh, Iranian strikes we've seen over the past several weeks against Israeli vessels. Now we had the report the other day when this news emerged of the explosion aboard the Savid on Tuesday. It was reported here in the States that Israeli officials shared with the United States, with the Biden administration, that, hey, we struck the Savid and we did it in retaliation for these attacks that I just laid out for you that Iran conducted against Israeli vessels. Big question here, folks, and the U.S. official who shared this with the New York Times remained unnamed. Big question here. Why would a U.S. official share this? Uh, Why would a U.S. official also last month share with the Wall Street Journal that Israel has conducted strikes at least 12 times or similar mines planted or what have you uh, over the past two years against Iranian vessels traveling from Iran to Syria to deliver weapons and illicit oil shipments. Why are U.S. officials letting that cat out of the bag, so to speak, uh, in regards to the activities of our, I speak as an American, as our closest ally uh, in the Middle East, Israel? Pretty interesting that the Biden administration obviously is tripping over itself to re-engage the Iranian regime. They're in Vienna this week and looking to restart those Iran nuclear talks, and now essentially throwing Israel under the bus and leaking this information to the mainstream media. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is now going to visit Israel in the coming days. He'll also visit some European nations and meet with EU, European Union officials. But Lloyd Austin, the U.S. Defense Chief, will be visiting Israel in this coming week. He is the highest-ranking U.S. official under the Biden administration so far to visit Israel. And folks, I can tell you, at the very top of the list uh, in his discussions, his agenda with Israeli officials will be the Iran threat. And you can bet your bottom dollar that Israeli officials will push him hard on what we just mentioned, the Biden White House's obsession on re-entering that disastrous Iran nuclear deal and in the process jeopardizing the entire region, not to mention the security of the West and the United States. So I'm sure he will get an earful from his Israeli counterparts. At the same time, it was reported this week that Mossad Mossad chief, Israeli Mossad chief Yossi Cohen, may very well be heading to Washington, D.C. in the coming days to meet with American officials again to lobby them don't re-enter the Iran deal. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said the same thing on Wednesday as U.S. officials were in Vienna along with Iranian officials. But folks, I'm sad to say 
I think these requests by the Israeli government will fall on deaf ears. By the way, Lloyd Austin's visit, the U.S. defense chief also comes as the Biden White House just announced that they are lifting uh, or they are resuming aid to the Palestinian Authority of Mahmoud Abbas, not to mention resuming aid to UNRWA, that's an acronym for the United Nations Relief and Works Agency. That's a mouthful. Uh, this is an agency, it's a UN arm that has become a, a pretty much an anti-Israel body. So between that and between the Palestinian Authority of Mahmoud Abbas continuing to pay salaries to terrorists and the families of terrorists who kill Israelis and Americans, by the way, the Trump administration, to their credit, said, enough is enough. We're cutting the funds. The Biden White House is resuming those funds, restarting them. American taxpayer dollars, by the way, coming out of my pocket and the pockets uh, of my fellow citizens here in the United States. And just as with Iran, the Biden White House is not saying to the Palestinians, we'll resume aid if you do X, Y, or Z. Stop the terror payments, stop the anti-Israel incitement. No. It's basically a blank check with no strings attached. More on that tomorrow. We have a special newscast post here tomorrow. That's Saturday, April 10th. You'll want to check that out here on our channel tomorrow. Uh, some quick housekeeping before we go, real quick, before we head into the weekend. If you missed our very first Watchmen YouTube live Q&A yesterday, check it out here in our archives. We did an hour-long live stream where... I shared my personal testimony, how I became a Christian, how I got into this crazy field covering the Middle East. You'll want to check that out. That's in our archives. Also, check out our sponsor for today's new newscast, our good friends at Artsa. It is the unique subscription box straight from the Holy Land. Go to artsabox.com. Use the discount code WATCHMAN18 to get your 18% discount off your Artsa box subscription straight from Jerusalem. It's a different city every few months as part of your subscription. Israeli-made, high-quality, top-notch products, again, made in Israel to your doorstep. And in the process, you are blessing Israel, fulfilling that biblical mandate, Genesis 12:3. Hey, folks, if you watch the newscast, I don't endorse many products at all. So if I'm getting behind what my friends at Artsa are doing, you know it's for a good cause. Check them out. Have a great weekend. Remember, check us out tomorrow. Special newscast about the Palestinian Authority, the whole mess going on with aid returning to them. Until then, thanks for joining us all week here on the newscast. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.